0: Good morning, International Christian Fellowship, online campus, and all of those that call ICF Rome your family of faith, or maybe you're just joining us today for the very first time. My name is Pastor Jennifer Pasquale, and I want to say welcome to you. If you're new to the city of Rome, I want you to feel that you are a part of the family of faith here at ICF Rome. If you're looking and watching and joining the service online, I want to say thank you for participating. Thank you for investing in your own life that your faith will grow, that you have opportunity to worship Jesus. So I invite you to lean into today's service. I want you to know that we pray over every service. I believe this year we are to be the living proof, the evidence that God is at work in each of us. I also believe that Jesus, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit is the living, loving proof for your life, for your miracles. So today, as you worship, Ask the Lord to hear your worship, receive your worship. As you hear the ministry of the word, lean in and say to the Lord, how do you want to change my thinking? How do you want to increase my faith? How do you want to form my spiritual walk so that I can walk in victory? I'm so happy you're a part of this service today. I want you to celebrate with the worship and I want you to grow in the word of God. Enjoy today's service. mean even a little bit better because God is real amen amen welcome to our online family to our on-campus family we are in the month of healing proof and I don't know if some of you are already noticing the slide is slightly different than last week so if you remember last week you saw that image that silhouette of a person standing at a mountain in the hands of God because when we need healing, we are in God's hands. Amen? And so I told you that there was a moment when I stood at the edge of a mountain. It's little. I know you can't see it, but it was really high up. So that's me at the edge of the mountain in the hands of God saying, there's still more mountains to climb. Amen? That he is Jehovah Jireh. He will provide everything you and I need. I believe it or I wouldn't be standing here. I want to say it again. He is Jehovah Jireh. He will provide everything you and I need. Do you believe that? If you're online and you believe it, say, I believe in the chat. This morning, as we think about Jehovah Rapha is our healer. But I want you to know that he provides. And as I've been praying about today, I know that there are times when we need healing in our bodies. You know, in fact, whenever we preach on finances, maybe something goes on in your finances and you can feel the enemy pushing back, right? When we preach about families, you feel something happening in your family, the enemy pushes back. We preach about healing and we feel some things happening and needing healing. But that is just a reminder That my healing doesn't come from me. Your healing doesn't come from the doctor. Our healing comes from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? And if I know that, then I will know Jehovah Jireh will provide what I need when I need it according to his timetable. So today I want to look at Matthew chapter 8, verses 1 through 4. I read it to you last week. When Jesus came down from the mountain, large crowds followed him. A man with leprosy, which means this man was very sick. A man with leprosy came, say came. That's what you did today. You came into God's house. Amen. He came and he knelt before the Lord. In our worship, maybe we don't always physically kneel. But when we worship, we are surrendering our will, our way. We're kneeling in the presence of the Lord. And then this man said, Lord, if you're willing, you can make me clean. And Jesus turned away. (laughs) Are y'all watching? And Jesus turned away. No, Jesus reached out his hand and he touched the man and he said, I am willing. He said, be clean. And immediately he was cleansed of his leprosy. Then Jesus said to him, see that you don't tell anyone. I had to really think about that. But go and show yourself to the priest and offer the gift Moses commanded as a what? Testimony to them. So many times we want to tell about the problem. We want to tell about the sickness. We want to tell about all the dirty details. And Jesus was saying, don't go and tell anything. Go and show that you're different, right? When you get out of bed, when you don't feel like it, and you show up for work, that's you being a witness. Jehovah Jireh is at work in your body. Amen? Amen? I'm just curious, you can say I do or I have online, but in this room, have you ever had to show up when you didn't feel like it? Raise your hand. (laughs) Some of you raised fast. Yes, thank you for that honesty. Here's what I want you to know. That man came to Jesus, right? What if that man had not shown up? What if Jesus had come and the man was the one who turned away? What if today is another phase of healing and provision in your miracle that God has for you? So I want you to remember a few things from that scripture and from last week. The first thing is that you come and ask. I'm asking you today, please don't stop asking the Lord for what's on your heart. You know, in relationship, we talk to each other, right? We we say if yay, I can you go with me? Can you eat with me? Can you do this thing with me? If I don't come and ask, then I'll be over here on the outside, right? We come and ask. And then we trust. He knelt. We trust and yield to God's ways. I, I'm challenging all of us to yield to God's ways. You know, I'm your pastor, and I, I love faith, and I love being at the top of that mountain and everything. You know, the picture is small, so you can't see how sweaty and what a mess I was getting to the top of that mountain. Because, you know, reaching a mountain, Inala knows she's run a lot of marathons, and different. it's not so glamorous in that moment But you don't have to be afraid of the wilderness. In that moment, at the top of that mountain, I was seeking the Lord. And while I had some trepidation for what was literally at the edge of that rock, I wasn't totally afraid. I was not dependent on myself. But my friend had given me everything I needed to be okay. And I knew that if I needed anything, I could quickly message her and she could get to me. She was about three miles away, but she could get to me. And the last thing is to be the testimony in process. You know, sometimes we want that instant miracle. We want that instant healing. We want that instant answer to prayer. And I want to submit to each of us today that... I believe that God heals instantly. I believe that God heals quickly. I believe that God can do it now, and I also believe that he can do it later. Amen? I believe that he can do it now, and I also believe he can do it later. And so just in case... You needed another example of what it means to be a healing in process as we go through this day to day. I wanted you to see this picture of my, you can't even tell who it is, but this is my little daughter, my little granddaughter, Juliana. And that picture on the left is very raw. It is a second or third degree burn given to her by riding a motor scooter from the exhaust. And uh, her mom didn't realize she didn't have her jeans on until it was a little bit too late. And she had this very terrible burn. And it was very deep. I don't know how well you can see it from back there. I can see it pretty raw up here. We prayed last Wednesday. And she had gone to the doctor, and the doctor said, You're going to have to keep it wet, covered, sealed for two weeks. And you're going to have to, it's going to take two to three weeks for any, so that we don't get infection. It was very close to that, very deep where infection can happen. You see that other picture on the right? There is no raw. There is no open skin. There is pink, healthy skin. I want you to know that was not two weeks later. It was four days later. Can somebody say praise God? Four days later. I wanted you to see that because I want you to know that, you know, God could have sealed it up on day one, right? Or maybe if she had had wisdom, I mean, she's eight and other people, including grown-ups, were with her, but it's okay because accidents happen. God could have sealed it up on day, day one. But I wonder if in the process of the miracle, Juliana's faith changed. I wonder if in the process of the miracle, the doctor's faith changed. Because my daughter was able to take her back or send a picture to him and say, guess what? It's not two weeks. And he said, uncover it. It's getting well. She doesn't need, you don't need to worry about anything. This is a miracle in process. This is a healing in process. So I want you to think about what you need today. It might feel raw, it might feel, ooh, it's so deep and so unsure, but God is working. And what may seem like a long time may take less time. So because of that, I do want us to look, though, at Psalm 91 and 2 Peter 3.8. And specifically from Psalm 91, I'm going to look at verse 1 and 2 and verses 14 through 16. As your pastor, I know I've thought about it. How many times do we pray for healing and it doesn't happen the way we thought it was going to happen? Or how many times have we been disappointed or unsure and then we stop coming and asking? But remember what Jesus said I am willing. Yes, I am willing. Be clean. And so today, I have something on my heart. I believe in a miracle. I believe in your miracle in motion. And we're going to pray for that at the end of this service. But I also want you to know I do understand. I believe the Holy Spirit understands when we have questions. And so today I want to remind you what Scripture says. Psalm 91 verse 1 says, Whoever, Natalie also talked about it and we didn't discuss, but from the Scripture she read in Psalm, Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High, will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Because he loves me. Say he loves me. Nadia shared it with us on Wednesday night. He loves me. I remember that he loves me. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. Do you know that God wants to rescue you? He wants to get you out of that situation that is bringing turmoil to your brain and your heart and your body and your circumstance. He wants to rescue you. I will protect him for he acknowledges my name. Verse 15. He or she will call on me and I will answer him. It doesn't say we will call on him and he'll say, you know, call waiting, call waiting, the endless circle, waiting, connecting, connecting, reconnecting. It doesn't say that. He says he'll call on me and I will answer him. I'll be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life. Will I satisfy him and show him my salvation? So I was looking at Psalm 91 and thinking about how this passage Reminds us he is Jehovah Jireh, the healer. He's the one I can run to when I need provision of whatever I have need of. Matthew Henry is a wonderful, very old Bible scholar who has commentary. And it says this. In these verses, in Psalm 91, we have a great truth laid down in general. That all those... Natalie said it, all those who walk with the Lord, that all those who live a life of communion with God are constantly, say constantly, Constantly. always, say always, Always. per sempre, per sempre, always, always under his protection and may therefore preserve a holy serenity and security of mind at all times. He that dwells, That sits down in the secret place of the Most High. Will abide under the shadow of the Almighty. He that by faith chooses God as the guardian. Chooses God as the one in charge. Amen. Will get what he needs. It is the character of a true believer. I love how the Lord weaves everything. Yao spoke from Psalms. And David was recognizing there's something about my life that has to be also attached to what happens in the temple, right? What happens in that house of worship. I didn't tell any of them that I was looking at Psalm today. But this is how the Lord reminds us that it all goes together. It's the character of a true believer that we dwell in the secret place of the Most High. I'm at home in God. I return to God. I stay near to Him in rest, you know, I don't know about you, but many of you raised your hands and maybe online that you've had to show up when you didn't feel like it. But when you run back to God, even if you ran into the office at the last minute, I hope you sit down and take a breath. Everybody take a breath. You can let it out. One more time. I mean, that didn't even take a few seconds. Seconds. Something about the presence of God. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High. I don't know, God, how how did she get burned in this motorcycle accident? Oh, my goodness, what were they even doing on a, it was a little motorcycle, but nevertheless, it was on the farm and, you know, I'm Gigi, so I take a breath. I say, God, thank you. Thank you that somehow in this eight-year-old's life, she is realizing he's Jehovah Rapha, the healer. She's knowing that that little thing that God put in her heart over the summer and throughout the fall, that that the Lord is saying, you can call on my name. You can run into my shelter. And he does that for every age group. It is the privilege and comfort of those that do so, that abide under the shadow of the Almighty, that he shelters us. That he comes between them and everything that would annoy them, whether sun or storm or sunshine. They shall not only have admittance. That's what Psalm 91 is saying. Not only just I have access to the shelter of the Most High, they will have residence there. Think about that. It's one thing to come in and say, okay, here, here I am, and now I'm going out. It's another thing when you walk into your house, your place where you live and sleep, right? You may have had a rough day, but you lay your head on that pillow and you go, okay, I have residence here. I don't know where I'll have residence next month or next week or next year, but I have residence here. I want you to feel that in the presence of God because I might not always be there to pray with you for the healing that you need. But I want you to know that you that dwells in the secret place, that place of shelter and safety and refuge, that is where you have residence under God's protection. I also want us to look at 2 Peter 3, 8 and 9, because in Psalm 91, it says in verse 16, with long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. So now I know sometimes you're thinking, I question the Lord. So, what's long life, God? We prayed for long life for people we love, and some people didn't get as long of a life as we wanted them to have. Or, what does it actually mean? And here's what the scripture says in the New Testament Do not forget this one thing, dear friends. With the Lord, a day is like a thousand years. So, if we had one day together, we had a thousand years. Right? Think about it. Multiply it times however many years, however many days you've had with your loved ones. I know that there's more than one of us in this room that have been touched by the loss that didn't go the way we thought it should go. But here's what I want you to remember. Put these two passages together. He that takes residence, he that gets to the top of that mountain and takes refuge under the shelter of the Most High, recognizes that with God, One day is like a thousand years. Lord, thank you for the day. Thank you for the hours. Thank you for the moments. Thank you for Jehovah Jireh, my safe refuge, right? So remember, your timetable is not God's timetable. It goes on to say the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise. I know some of you think, really? I showed you a picture of a process though, right? Right? From two weeks to four days. I can't always show you that. I could have also probably put up there a scripture and maybe uh, those who come after me in the next couple weeks to preach might, might, I don't know what you'll go with. But uh, I could have put Moses or Abraham up there and shown you a long passage of time. Right? Many places in the Bible, they waited 40 years for God to do something. That was four days. Forty years, but... The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. As we talk about the healing power of Jesus today, I want you to come and ask and believe. But I also want you to stand firm in the process that however God does it, it's because of his promise. He doesn't want anyone to perish. Maybe, not maybe, I know that there are people that are touched by the miracle on Juliana's leg that maybe haven't gone to church yet. I know that there are nurses and doctors and staff in multiple locations that I have been in with my family and my loved ones that got to see the hand of God upon our lives and upon our family. And we got to pray with them. That would not have happened if we had not been in the process with God. So what I'm saying to you today is, I understand your questions. I understand that, but why does it happen? Why did I lose this friend of mine? Why did it not happen immediately? Early, by whose definition? Here's what I want you to see. That in another passage of Psalm 91, it says, They shall have sufficiency of life in this world. See, we think I'm supposed to be here and everything's supposed to be a party all the time. And when it's not a party, it's therefore no fun. That might be true to a certain extent, but also not having after a party, just chilling out. For me, that's kind of fun too. That feels kind of nice. Let me just chill out after the party for a minute, right? You don't have to have noise and celebration. I love dancing. You know I do. But I want you to understand that there is sufficiency of life with the Lord. It says with long life, I will give him this sufficiency. If they live long enough, they will be continued in this world until, this is Matthew Henry's commentary, until they have done the work they were sent into this world to do and are ready for heaven. And that is long enough. Who would wish to live a day longer then God has some work for us to do, either by him or those who lay it upon me. I don't want to live a day longer than God has already designed for my life. Amen? I want you to live full, active, abundant life. But you're going to go on that mountain climb. You're going to be on that roller coaster, sorry to say. In this world, we will have trouble. But be of good cheer The Bible says in John, Jesus said, I have overcome all the trouble that you're going to walk through. So here's what I want you to know today. First thing is we come and ask in the shelter of the most high. Don't don't just ask at the doctor's office. Don't just ask when you feel like, oh, I feel happy and my faith is strong today. Come and ask in the shelter of the most high. Maybe like in that picture when you feel sweaty and messy and your heart's racing and you're not sure what's next, but God, you're my refuge. You're my strong tower. There is nothing stronger than the Lord. Who do we ask? Jesus. Say Jesus. That's who you ask, Jesus. There's no other name given among, uh, by heaven that can be saved except through Jesus. We ask Jesus, where do we ask? In the shelter of the Most High, in our residence with him, in in the atmosphere of his presence. In his presence, there's fullness of joy. Amen? What do we ask? Lord, design every one of my days according to your will and your ways and help me to walk in that. The second thing I want you to remember is that we trust him to answer and be with us in trouble. Jehovah Rapha is our shield and our covering in time of storm. Today, you may be facing a diagnosis. You may have something that you're praying for online. You may be unsure about the weariness in your life. But I'm here to tell you. Every day, God renews our strength. Every moment in his presence. If a day is like a thousand years, then how long is a moment? A few hundred? God, you did a hundred years of work in me in the last five moments? Wow. How amazing is that? We trust him to answer us. And lastly, That we have no fear because we know he offers refuge and protection in the midst of battle. This isn't just a message. It's not just something I want to say to you. I believe it's a word of the Lord for those of you that are praying, seeking God for healing, restoration, redemption, that there's no fear. We don't have fear because we know that he offers protection. So when there's a diagnosis, I know exactly how to pray. When my daughter sent me the first note, pray right now, they've had an issue outside on the farm. Then she sent the first picture and said, pray right now, it's really bad. And then four days later, she sent the other picture, thanks for praying, tell everybody thanks for praying. Because he offers protection in the middle of the battle. Amen? He hasn't given us the spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. If you're taking notes, if you have your phone, I want you to write, no fear. Type it in the chat, no fear. Don't be afraid of the doctor. Don't be afraid of sickness. Don't be afraid of death. If to be absent with the body is to be present with the Lord. Amen? I don't want to live a day longer than God has intended. So therefore, every day is a good day because God designed it. Every day, say every day. Every day is a good day because God designed it. The steps of the righteous are ordered by the Lord. So remember this. He, because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him. For he acknowledges my name. He will call on me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life. I will give him sufficiency for his days. So here's what I want you to remember from Psalm. The blessing of his presence. I will be with you in trouble, the Lord says. In his presence. I want you to take a minute right now. Will you just lift your hands kind of as an act of surrender? We sang today, my hands are open. Father, right now, we receive the blessing of your presence. I pray that you will be with every single person who feels any kind of turmoil in their life. We thank you for that. Thank you for letting the Lord speak to you. I will be with you in the unknown. The second thing, you can put your hands down. Thank you for your response. The blessing of his protection. I will deliver him. There is a day of deliverance coming. Whether it's here or in heaven, deliverance comes. I'm telling you what, for every person that's ever already gone to heaven, I guarantee you from everything I've read in scripture, from testimonies of people who sort of felt like they got to that bright light and the Lord said, no, you're not done yet, come back, that the ones who have been there have said, I don't want to go back. When my mother was killed by a drunk driver and I was 15 and she was 39, I remember questioning healing and questioning how it was. And my mother loved the Lord. And she was a witness in her secular government workplace. And I remember my precious cousin who was like my mother's other daughter said, I had a vision of Aunt Jackie. My mom's name was Jacqueline. too. She said, I said to Aunt Jackie, you have to come back. Your kids need you. We want you. And she said, oh, you got the Holy Spirit. Everything is fine. But she said, in this vision, I can't come back. It's so marvelous. You'll never want to leave once you get here. It's so beautiful. But the Lord will be with you until you get to come. And she told me that at 15. Your mom is there. It's so beautiful. Why would you want to bring her out of that? And so I'm saying to you, these are not things I haven't also had to walk through on more than one occasion, but the blessing of his protection is that he will deliver us. There's also in Psalm 91, the blessing of life promotion. He does promote us. He promotes us from the university. He promotes us from classes. He promotes us in our workplace. Um, you know, Chris, maybe we don't feel it's always like a promotion in a family when you get to be the kid versus the parent. Then you have more problems and, I mean, blessings. Uh, and then you get to be the grandparent, and that's really amazing. And uh, next, maybe next time I'll show you a picture of, of all of them, but, you know, they're all very, very special. The blessing of his promotion. So you're in the middle of what you need healing for today. I want you to remember that you're in a process of promotion. You're going to promote Jesus. You're going to promote his glory. And he's going to promote you to a place of new trust, a place of new refuge. I'm telling you, when you get through that issue, it really is like being on top of that mountain. I mean, I haven't had too many... uh, I mean, in that moment, I guess I didn't realize how spiritual it was, but it was totally physical I mean it took everything within me I remember going (laughs) (laughs) like how can I get up here I had my water and my snack and making sure I can get here it was hard work I'm proud of that picture though nobody would believe there's not high heels in that picture those are my daughter's clothes because I didn't even have any clothes uh to hike a mountain with that I took with me so uh But I was promoted to a new level of honoring him. I was promoted in his presence in the shelter of the Most High. He gave me what we call a rhema word. Today, I want you to have a rhema word that in the middle, he's with you. He's the refuge. He's the tower. The blessing of his prosperity. With long life, I will satisfy him. See, if you know that your days are numbered and you know that every day God has designed for you, then I'm telling you, no doctor's report should rock our boat. I know it's not easy. I have family members who have been healed of cancer and family members who got healed of cancer in heaven. But I'm telling you something. If I know that he's going to give me as long of a life as he has ordained for me to, to do it, then I pray that no matter what comes our way, I can say I have the blessing of God's prosperity, heaven's prosperity, right? God's provision. Hear me. Say, I'm not afraid. I want you to tell yourself that. I am not afraid. There is no fear when the child of God walks in the ways of the Lord. No fear. And finally, the blessing of his preservation. He will show us his salvation. He will preserve our heart. Amen? He is good. Our testimony is so that everyone else will know. That he is good. Juliana didn't get an immediate healing because there were people in her town and at that hospital who needed to know that he is a good God in every circumstance. If he's only God in good times, it is not divine. It is circumstantial. I'm going to say it again. If he's only good and God, when it's wonderful and it's good, then it's not divine. It's circumstantial. I don't serve God based on my circumstances. I don't want you to serve God based on your circumstances. The most wonderful victory is to know someone's joy and blessing is because they've learned how to trust him when there wasn't the best of times. Then you're like, let me just be by you. Let me just have some of that joy that's on your life. My God is supernatural. These are declarations I'm making for my life and yours. My God is supernatural. My God is all-knowing. My God is supreme, and his ways are higher than mine. I trust him in the valley. I trust him on the mountaintop. Come on. I trust him when he says yes. And I trust him when he says no. I trust him in the wilderness of separation and preparation And I trust him in the wonder of his great love and mercy. My God is trustworthy. My God is faithful. My God is strength in my weakness. Worship team, you can come. He is restoration for our brokenness. He is love when others have left you. He is gentle when life is harsh. He is peace in chaos. He is power in pain. Pain makes us shrink back. Pain makes us feel weary. Pain pain makes us feel like I cannot do this. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. He is the healer for every hurt. Jeremiah 32 17 says this Ah, sovereign. What does that mean? Master Adonai, one in charge of my life. Ah, sovereign Lord. You have made the heavens and the earth. By your great power and your outstretched arm, nothing is too hard for you. I want you to stand with me. I'm asking you today to be able to declare to the Lord for whatever's going on in your life that nothing is too hard for God. The worship team is going to sing that song again, Healer. And as they do, I want you to say to the Lord, I trust you. I want you to say to the Lord, I yield to your process and I will come and ask, dwell in the secret place. I will take residence so that God will heal our lives. Father, right now, I pray in Jesus' name. I pray in Jesus' name, Lord God. You know the ones in this room that need healing in their heart, first and foremost. You know the ones online that have been weary and exhausted from physical and emotional battles. And I pray right now that that weariness would be diminished in the name of Jesus. There would be a renewed sense of purpose and passion and the joy of the Lord. in this house, as the worship team begins to sing that he's our healer, if if you were part of Wednesday night, Chris guided us. Praise the Lord. I'm so thankful that the word of God truly permeates our heart and changes our mindset so we can walk in victory. So today, if something in the message spoke to you, I want you to invite Jesus to be in control in a new way, in a broader way, in a total way. So I want you to pray this prayer with me. Dear Lord Jesus, you say it, Dear Lord Jesus, I invite you right now. I invite you right now to take control of my life. I thank you, God, that you are forgiving me of sin. You are helping me to walk in a new right relationship with you. And Jesus, from this day forward, I give all of my heart to you, all of my steps to you, and I trust that with your help, Jesus, I can walk in victory. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, I also want to pray for your miracle in motion. I know that there are many people who watch online and you have walked through some difficult circumstances already this year. So Father, right now, for that one who is saying, I need that prayer, I need to know that Jesus hears me, that God sees me, that he's working on my behalf. I pray the Holy Spirit that you will come into that place where they're watching right now. You will increase their faith. You will remind them that you are Jehovah Rapha, the healer. You are Jehovah Jireh, the one who provides. You are Jehovah Shalom, the peace of God, in the midst of anxiety anxiety. Turmoil. Father, meet every need of your son or daughter that's watching right now. Son or daughter of the Most High God, hear the Lord say to you, I am working. Your miracle is in motion. I'm going to turn your chaos into peace. I'm going to turn your storm into victory. The Lord is with you. The Lord is for you. And he wants to heal your body, mind, and spirit. I want your faith to grow in Jesus' name. If you were here, I'd put my hands on your forehead for your thinking and your shoulders for letting you know that you've got someone holding up your arms today. So Lord, I pray that today the one watching this service online would feel the presence of the Lord. They would know that they are not alone. You are not alone. God is with you. We are with you, and your victory is in motion. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Now I also want to say thank you. Thank you for the way that you partner together with your family of faith. I want you to write me, I want you to send me an email, click on the link, write us on Facebook or the church website, icfrome.org, and know that today is the beginning of the best week you're going to have so far. I love you and I bless you in the name of Jesus.